Hello everyone, this is Lou, um, and this is my anatomy and physiology podcast called Structure Follows Function. We're picking up where we left off with connective tissues. Um, I kind of gave an introduction to the different uh, three main types of connective tissues. Um, so that's going to be CT proper, um, there's going to be fluid and supporting. Uh, right now we're going to be delving deep into uh, connective tissue proper. And um, there's a lot of different types of cells um, within connective tissue proper um, or proper connective tissue. Um, but just remember that all connective tissue is highly vascular and they're made up of, they're, you know, they're, they have a matrix that contains extracellular fibers and a viscous ground substance. Um, and I think it's important to go over what those connective tissue fibers are because these three, there's three of them, and these three fibers types are, you're going to kind of see them go throughout the, all the different kinds of connective, not all of them, but most of the different kinds of connective tissues that we're going to cover, um, especially in um, cartilage tissue. So um, the first of the three is collagen fibers. Um, it's the most common fiber in connective tissue proper. Uh, these are usually long, straight, unbranched fibers that are very flexible, but also really strong. Um, and they kind of, um, you know, you'll see them a lot in your tendons and in your ligaments, which um, have this, you know, a lot of, they're really strong and they kind of are strong enough to uh, help attach the skeletal, you know, muscles to bone or bone to bone. Um, and they, so they can, you know, withstand a lot of force. You have reticular fibers or reticulum, which is the network of those, you know, types of fibers. And they, uh, you know, contain the same protein subunits as collagen fibers do, but they're arranged differently. So they're thinner, more interwoven. Uh, so they're still tough, but they're flexible. And they can resist force from any different direction. So they kind of form this interwoven network called a stroma that stabilizes the position of functional cells. We don't really need to get into all that. Just need to know that this is a type of fiber um, within the connective tissue proper. Um, and then you have, last but not least, uh, elastic fibers. Um, they are, you know, they contain the protein called elastin and they're very branched and wavy. Um, they can stretch, hence the word elastic, um, and they, you don't really see them too often, um, but uh, they, they, they interconnect, you know, they, they do, do have their functions within this, uh, the body system. So uh, those are the uh, three types of connective tissue fibers, and they're not seen just, they're not just in um, connective tissue proper, because you'll also see these types of fibers in cartilage as well. And, uh, and remember ground substance, it's like this clear, colorless, viscous substance. Um, and it's, um, kind of, you know, uh, to help protect your body from pathogens and, um, uh, other microorganisms that can be harmful. Um, so yeah, it, that's part of the matrix along with those fibers. And that is what's in all connective tissue. So now let's kind of get into CT proper. Um, there's three types. Uh, so there's so there's so there's two types of um, CT proper. There's loose uh, and there's dense. 
And I think it's important to go into what those subtypes are because each of those subtypes have three sub-subtypes. <laughs> I know it can sound confusing, but just bear with me, okay? You got your, your uh, connective tissue proper, and then you have the, the loose connective tissue, the dense connective tissue, and then within the loose connective tissue is three types of loose connective tissues. And um, I like to think of them, the mnemonic called RAR, when I think of the loose ones, I think RAR. R is for reticular uh, loose tissue. Uh, the um, A is for adipose loose tissue. And the other R is not really an R, but it's more areolar uh, uh, loose connective tissue. And we're kind of getting into all of three of them right now. So areolar, uh, I think it's also important to look at histology slides while you're hearing this um, because it's very important to get an understanding of what these tissues really look like in the lab. And, you know, I'm looking at the picture right now. It's got different types of cells in them and different types of fibers. Um, and... And that's really what kind of characterizes areolar tissue. It's the least specialized of all the connective proper tissues. Um, uh, so um, one of their functions is to cushion the organs and provide support. Um, and you'll find this located in deep within the dermis of the skin. Um, it's going to be in the epithelial lining of the digestive, respiratory, and urinary tracts. Uh, between muscles around joints, blood vessels, and nerves. The way I'm going to remember it is that it's just uh, within and deep to the dermis of the skin because there that is part of the skin which we'll be getting into next, um, not after we cover all the tissues, but um, it's just another um, part of the tissue that you'll see within uh, skin or the integument system. So... Um, that's its function and the, that's its location. And it contains collagen fibers and elastic fibers. I don't see any reticular in there. Usually reticular fibers are only really in reticular tissue or, uh, you know. Uh, so um, uh, next up we have adipose tissue. Uh, think fat. That's our fatty tissue. Uh, adipocytes is fat cells. And in the histology slide, it kind of looks like these um, little uh, beehive-like spaces that are more round and um, opaque. Um, and that's because that's where the fat used to be before it got kind of out of the cell for the slides uh, in histolo the histologo histological slides. Um, but uh, this is also in the hypodermis of the skin. Um, just like areolar tissue is um, in the dermis of in the dermis of the skin, the adipose tissue is in the hypodermis of the skin, and um, it uh, stores fat. And fat stored fat is also what most people don't think of as energy. It's stored energy essentially. Um, so that's one of its functions is that it's literally just stored energy. It's triglycerides that the body might break down one day to use for backup energy. Um, but it also, adipose tissue also provides insulation um, to reduce heat loss. So that helps with thermoregulation during winter. Um, and it had, helps provide padding and cushioning. 
so that we're not just kind of sitting on our bare bones or our bare muscles. You know, we have some some cushion for the for the love. <laughs> um, so yeah, that adipose tissue. That's you know part of the loose connective tissue, um, which is part of CT proper. And uh, last but not least, we have reticular. So again, part of that raw mnemonic I created. RAR, reticular, areolar, adipose. So we have reticular tissue. Reticular tissue looks uh, very um, branched um, and contains reticular fibers. Um, you'll usually see usually um, see this in like the liver, the kidney, the spleen, lymph nodes, and bone marrow. But the way I'm going to remember it is that there's reticular tissue from the liver because that's the picture I'm looking at right now. So your reticular tissues in the liver, and that's going to provide a supporting framework. It's kind of this tissue that's in a lot of these major organs. You know, your liver, your kidney, your spleen. Alrighty, so next up is the other type of uh, dense connective tissue proper. Uh, I mean, the other type of connective tissue proper, which is dense connective tissue proper. And the mnemonic I have for that is, um, to remember the three subtypes of dense connective tissue, is REI. Uh, I think dense, buff, strong people, they're going to REI, which is this, like, a sports equipment store. You'll see all different types of sporty people. You'll see regular people, irregular people, and elastic. You know, you got your rock climbers and all that stuff. So <laughs> that's just a fun little mnemonic to remember the three types of dense connective tissue proper. So that I kind of just went into it, but there's three different types of dense connective tissue. And the mnemonic is REI. So R is a uh, regular or dense regular uh, CT proper. And uh, that's gonna be between your skeletal muscles um, and your skeleton. So think your tendons and your ligaments. Uh, that's where you'll find your dense regular connective tissue proper is your tendons and ligaments. Um, and the, the uh, dense regular connective tissue proper contains collagen fibers. So if you're trying to remember, you know, what fiber the dense regular tissue has, just remember like the, uh, you know, dense regular people that like to go to REI probably have nice skin and they take collagen supplements. So that's, you know, they have that really nice um, skin and that's going to be, um, you know, that collagen fiber. Um, and one of the functions of the uh, deep, uh, dense, regular connective tissue proper is that it provides a firm attachment. Remember, think the tendons and ligaments. What are they really doing? They're attaching stuff. You know, tendons attach um, bone to muscle, or muscle to bone, I mean. And the uh, ligaments attach bone to bone. So dense, regular, they have that collagen fiber and... They uh, provide firm attachment. Next, we have dense um, irregular. But before I get into that, I just want to note on the histological slide for dense regular connective tissue, um, it looks um, similar to elastic tissue. But the way to know that how it's different is that um, it has um, more uh, like a wavy look to it. And these waves are very parallel to each other. It's very organized. 
Uh, so the dense regular looks very organized, looks like this neat wavy pattern with like a few fibroblast nuclei, you know, within that pattern. So it's got this very organized wavy look to it. And um, yeah, and the way it differs from that elastic tissue, which we haven't gone into yet, but it's important to note this, is that the elastic tissue kind of has some white spaces in between all those lines. It is not as neat. So um, we'll get into that, but I just thought I would mention that. So now we're going to get into dense irregular connective tissue proper. And it's uh, it looks like how it sounds. It's this really uh, messy, you know, uh, irregular looking, lacking in pattern type fi uh, tissue. And it has collagen fibers. So the dense regular and the dense irregular have col they both have collagen. It's just that one's irregular and the other's regular. Remember what you know kind of people you see at REI. Um, and you're really gonna find this dense kind of conne um, connective tissue. Uh, there's many places that it is, but we can just remember that it's in the dermis. So the dense irregular connective tissue is in the deep dermis, but it's in the dermis. Uh, the dermal layer. Um, and uh, next, um, oh, and before we go to the elastic tissue, the other function of dense irregular is that it um, it kind of is give, provides strength to resist forces in many directions. And a way to remember that is to look at the slide, and you know you'll see that it's kind of like all these collagen fibers going in all these different directions and that's on purpose that's so it can resist um forces of, you know being applied to it in different directions and like for example being in the skin in the dermis you know and if it's like stretch or if there's a force applied it's that dense irregular connective tissue helping you to you know resist that force in different directions Last but not least, you know, keeping in line with our REI mnemonic for dense connective tissues, we have elastic tissue. Um, and I like to think of Elastigirl from the um, the Incredibles movie from Disney. Um, and she's full of elastic fibers. She, um, you know, is very flexible. And I think that um, that elasticity helps to cushion from shock, um, that, uh, permits, you know, um, permits expansion and contraction of certain organs in the body. And there's lots of places you'll find elastic tissue. Um, but yeah, another, one of those places is going to be in the blood vessel walls. Um, blood vessel walls expand, contract, um, and, uh, that's going to be elastic tissue at work, helping that, helping that, helping those blood vessels. So that's where you'll find them. Another interesting place to find them, and maybe this might help some of you to remember the dense elastic tissue, is that you can also find it in the ligaments supporting the penis. Um, so I won't get much more into that. Uh, there's a few more places you can find it, but I'm going to remember the blood vessel walls. Um, and for some of you, maybe the ligaments supporting the penis might be helpful. I don't know. But uh, this is anatomy and physiology, so we're going to stick to that. Um, and uh, there's um, also, last but not least, different uh, fascia layers of connective tissue proper. 
Um, and these, uh, there's three of them. I don't want to get too much into this, um, but there is a superficial layer that kind of um, uh, is in the hypodermis. Um, there's a deep fascia layer, and that kind of surrounds the organs. And then there's the subserous la uh, fascia layer. It's the deepest layer, and that's where you'll, um, you know, see it um, between the serous membranes and deep fascia. So um, it's nothing to be too concerned about, um, but just know that these layers provide strength and stability. They maintain the positions of internal organs, and they supply a route for the distribution of blood vessels, lymphatic vessels, and nerves. Um, so yeah, these are just connective tissue layers um, that wrap around and support organs. So nothing too serious. I think the most important thing is to remember that there's two main types of CT proper, and that's going to be dense and loose. And then for loose, think RAR. There's um, reticular, adipose, and areolar. And then for dense, there's e, uh, there's re think REI, and there's regular, irregular, and elastic. And I hopefully that helps you.